Oh, God, am I overthinking about overthinking. We should probably be talking about overthinking and how much I wish my brain would shut up! You are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms. Why? I'm your host, creator of the Nudge Program, author of Descending to the Top. My name, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you. Guys, we are going to learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, guys. How are y'all doing today? How y'all been? Uh, I want to do a quick announcement at the top because that's when we do the announcement deals. Uh, Head over to the Faster, Easier, Better show. That's the podcast that my good friend and mentor, Ellen Goodwin, hosts. I went on there and uh, I went on and on and on about ADHD. I talked her face off and they turned it into a three-parter. And so number three should be live right now. So once we're all squared away here, head over there and check it out. And then do them a favor and leave them a five-star review. Why? Because they're awesome, because they deserve it, and because you're cool and you're a good person and you're going to help them make their podcast grow. And that's lovely. And so thank you for doing that. Alrighty, so let's talk about overthinking. I was overthinking the other day, as I tend to do, uh, and I'm fine with that. I was meditating. And you're probably thinking, well, Russ, I'm sorry, but meditating, that's when you're supposed to focus on your breath and you're not supposed to be thinking. And you're wrong. (laughs) Sorry to put that in your face, but you're wrong. Meditation is about recognizing when you're not focused on the breath and then non-judgmentally bringing your attention back to the breath or whatever the focus is on. You do that a bunch of times every time you sit to meditate and eventually you get good at redirecting your focus in the wild. So I caught myself after, I don't know, five minutes or so deep inside of a scenario just that I was cycling through. And then when I caught myself, I realized, oh shit, hey, this is an episode. What do you know? Do you guys do that? Don't tell me the, well, I don't know. That's rhetorical. You don't have to answer that. I know that you do. Don't even think about lying to me about that. I can't tell you how many car accident scenarios that I've mentally been in. I basically have a pre-programmed reaction to every possible thing that could happen to me when I'm driving. I've, I've been through every scenario. I can get lost in some of the most creative circumstances. You know, like, well, I'm in a supermarket. What happens if 10 guys come at me with a crowbar? Okay, I'm going to duck and then I'm going to do this. And then he does that. And I can even feel my body getting anxious and getting like the emotion of the, you know, the adrenaline of it all. I've played out hundreds of like John Wick style scenarios where I'm just defeating bad guy after bad guy because I've plotted all these you know, just in cases, you know, type scenarios. Or gosh, every time I see an old person walking, I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. What? I'm just ready for them to pass out. And I've made my beeline over to give them CPR. How? Who would I call? How would I do it? Because that's the scenario that I paint. And while these things can be, I mean, I guess they can be, they're not fun, but they can be harmless in the grand scheme of things. But what about when we do these things with actual people? in our lives. You know, like a friend or a girlfriend or a spouse, we make up fights, we make up fantasies and that. So then what then? Overthinking. And you guys might be thinking, yeah, but you're the ADHD big brother. Don't you have everything figured out for ADHD? (laughs) That's sweet of you to say. I really appreciate that. No freaking way. Are you kidding me? 
My expertise is that I can achieve things when I feel down and I have no motivation. I know how to nudge myself into action when there's no dopamine or I, if I'm in a depressive episode. That's, that's my deal. That's what I'm a Jedi on. I can nudge you and teach you how to nudge yourself. But when it comes to some of this ADHD stuff, we are all a work in progress. I am a work in progress. One of my biggest lessons that I've learned is just in general is that fantasy, it never matches reality. And, I, and I'm not just talking about sexual fantasy, although that 100% applies, but just fantasizing about things you know, like scenarios, situations. They're never truly the same as reality. There have been moments that I've experienced that were once in my head or the, the versions, and they were not the same experience because in our fantasies, you know, in our head, they're just situations, they're events, they lack any of the senses, except for, I guess, visual, right? And the biggest thing is, is that it lacks the truth of the other person. When we create these scenarios, we're creating our version of that person. It's like, this is how they would act based on how we perceive them. And this is what they would say. And then let's pretend she says this, then I'd say that. And then she'd say this and then, oh, it's like how naive and arrogant we are to think that we would know how they would act or how they would respond to these scenarios. And they never do. Oh, how I've tested that. But if we don't run the scenario, how are we going to know how to handle the situation when it comes up? That's the million dollar question. My feeling is that it's scary to live in the unknown, right? We don't, we don't want to get caught in a moment where we don't know what to say or we don't know what to do. That would be so embarrassing. And I think the problem with having this type of brain is that it's going hardcore all the freaking time. So if we don't give it something to do, then it is off leash. It's like a crazy dog at the beach, you know, running in circles a thousand miles an hour, knocking your kid over. It's just going crazy. So there's two fixes that I personally wanted to take care of. And this is where we're dangerously close to therapy talk here. So let me just tell you again, once again, I'm not a therapist. Okay. I, I don't need the therapist police knocking at my door, taking me to therapy jail. Okay. I'm not going back. Not again. The first one was, how can I stop obsessing about maybe this person or the situation, this upcoming event, anything? It's how can I stop ruminating or creating various scenarios of the same shit where, you know, like there's rejection sensitive euphoria happening and I can't stop ruminating. It's like a loop with no end. The other fix was, how can I be more present in the moment? Like you trust myself, you know, just shoot from the hip, just be myself, knowing that I'm good enough and being comfortable in the discomfort of, of not knowing, of not having a plan if they do this or if they say that, or if I do this and they say that, just to be comfortable in the unknown. And that means that I might not know what to say in the moment. And if that's the case, then so be it. But, but I know my intentions are good. And I'm just going to experience life as it comes to me. How can I do that? How can I, you know, embrace that fear? Because, oh God, I really just want to make sure I avoid rejection at all costs. There's a couple of things I do. If it's too intense, uh, you know, the thoughts the, or the rejection or the confusion or the fear, I journal the heck out of it. I, I write everything I'm thinking, everything I'm feeling, every embarrassing, extreme thought. I purge it all and I, I sort of talk to myself about it. I don't know how you guys might do it, but I journal in two voices. It's like a, a conversation with the me that's hurt 
or that's overthinking. And then the higher me, the me that I see as like my ideal version of myself, the me that I strive to be and the one that has perspective. And that me, you got that me has his shit together. I'm telling you, he's accepting. He gets it. He's nice about it. God, and I hope I meet him someday. I mean, he knows a couple things. He's very accepting of my problems and he offers perspective. And so I'll journal fight with myself because my hurt self wants life to be a certain way, cling to things, wants people to feel a certain way about me, wants things that aren't real in the moment. And so then this conversation often helps me get some kind of clarity, some kind of perspective. And then I'll, once I get that perspective, I just I put it on like a comfy, sensible hat. It would be like I would imagine a conversation with your your best friend, right? It's uh, your best friend's going to offer you perspective. They're not going to call you an idiot <laughs> or tell you, get over it. You're being stupid. You know, your friend's not going to uh, tell you to hate yourself. So it's like a perspective buddy. So that's what works for me. And, you know, keep in mind, so I've been doing that sort of self-work, I guess, uh, for a while now. So maybe it's a little bit easier for me to get perspective, but the ruminating doesn't go away. The brain does what she wants. It's just a matter of, of trying to catch it sooner and knowing how to work on it. So it, it's less debilitating. And what I found is that, hey, just because you have perspective, that does not immediately change the feeling inside. I don't get perspective and then suddenly go, oh, hey, oh my God, I don't feel depressed anymore. Wow, I feel joyous. The fear, the sadness, and the anger, whatever, that takes a bit to go away. Those those chemicals or hormones or whatever it is, they have to work their way out of the system. It just requires time. So I'll settle into that fresh perspective, and then I'll distract. I'll watch stand-up comedy. That's my go-to. Or I'll go for a walk. I'll play piano. I'll scroll Instagram. Right now, I'll make an Instagram reel. Side note, you guys. You got to follow me on Instagram. It's I'm ADHDBigBrother.podcast. I'm having a hoot ski over there. Go over there. Follow me. DM me. Say hi. And uh, and I'll say hi back because that's how conversation works. And the other thing that I'll do if it's if the overthinking isn't that bad, if I don't need a big journal sesh, is that I'll give myself an anchor thought uh, as a way to leash my brain. You know how that looks is that, uh, let's say I'm, I'm writing a podcast episode, but I get lost in thought about a person that I had an encounter with and I catch myself. So instead of beating myself up or just saying, stop thinking about that person, I just recognize like a meditation that my mind went off. There it is way over there. Holy shit. That's interesting. Look how far away that is. And then my anchor thought is some specific question related to my work or to what I'm doing in the moment. It's, it's more specific than I'm going to work on my podcast. Uh, that's vague. And then my brain will just fly off the rails so fast. But if I pose a question and give myself a direct order, like, what do I want to say about overthinking? That now my brain will dive right into thinking about overthinking. And now we're back on the rails. And I can even get more specific, like, well, what is my favorite aspect of overthinking? And then my brain will answer. It'll be like, well, hey, you know what? It's creative. And it's not always dread. Sometimes it's comedy. So these aren't always nightmare scenarios. Hey, that's kind of neat. Being specific with what we choose to be thinking about, that's super helpful. And it, it for sure is for me. My hope for this particular episode, uh, which it's for all my episodes, I, I imagine it's advocating for being cool with ourselves. ADHD sucks. Depression sucks. Put them together. They double suck. And our brains are so unhelpful sometimes. Having an understanding that we're not our brain. 
Our brain is a big pile of skull spaghetti. It's just another one of those goopy organs that makes up the vehicle that we know as our body. So just like, you know, the heart, it it beats without us thinking about it and it shoots that red liquid up and down our body and that's what keeps us alive. <laughs> Random. And this thing in our chest that sucks in air and that cycles that up into our brain and around and it, then we spit it back out and that keeps us alive. This organ, this big pile of jello in my head that zips and zaps and does these magical neuron flicker flacker things, that's what's making me feel like shit because it won't stop replaying some stupid scenario. Okay, well that's that's neat in a in a not neat way. The brain on its own, I realize, is just doing its job to keep me alive by solving all the problems. And if I'm not bossing it around and telling it what to do, it's going to overthink as many problems as it can. It's such an overachiever. I mean, give it up for the brain. It is solving all the problems. And it's offering a million ways to solve every possible scenario of every goddamn problem. So if we want to wrangle it, if we want our brain to work for us, we got to ask some questions. Give it the problem to solve. If you guys want to try to do this, here's an example. Let's do this quick exercise. It's uh, how you get positive about things. Ask your brain, why am I so lovable? Not why is Russ Jones so lovable? I Let me, I'll answer my own question. Okay, thank you very much. You say out loud, why am I so lovable? And let your brain answer that. And now you're asking your brain, to give you answers. So if your immediate thing is, well, I'm not, keep asking. Be like, okay, well, that's that's the me that's hurt. What about that higher me, that kick-ass me that Russ was talking about that has his shit together? What does he think? Why am I so lovable? And see what happens. You might actually get a couple of good answers out of it. All right, guys. Well, I hope you had a good time listening to me talk about overthinking and how I overthought a thought about it. And I hope you have a good time overthinking about it after the fact. And if you guys need additional support, you know I'm here for you. You can reach out to me via ADHDbigbrother.com. And with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Later. Later.